Welcome, nerds and nerdettes, to the Your Inner Nerd Podcast, the first inaugural episode of this magnificent love child that me and Sid here have managed to uh, sacrifice the gods and get. So, starting off, let me introduce myself. My name is Darian Sykes. I am an avid gamer. When it comes to consoles, I play PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 4 only. I only have an Xbox to use as a cable box for my bedroom. I play PC uh, very frequently, as of late, waiting on the next gen to come out. Um, now my esteemed co-host, I call him Sid. His real name, his government name is something else I've yet to figure out. <laughs> so Mr. Sid, why don't you take it away? Uh, my real name is Skyler, but everybody knows me as Sid. It's my handle, um, and it has been my handle for years. I am an avid gamer. I started off with console, just like Darian here. I am a PlayStation owner. Have an Xbox just to play Overwatch because I have a high rank on Overwatch on the Xbox. So that's the only reason why I have it. Waiting for the next gen to come out myself. I do play PC. Um, usually World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is a big one for me. But other than that, it's console or even the PlayStation VR. All right. So, said, let me ask you, starting off, if you have been playing or watching something that the listeners might find interesting, please do tell. Well, I have played, and you know me, we're from the same community. We're from, you know, the Daisy community. I played a little mm -hmm. bit of Daisy, um, but World of Warcraft has been um, so nostalgic for me that it's. I'm going back to it, and I've been playing that a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> but TV-wise, you will laugh. Everybody will laugh because it has been such a crappy year. I decided I wanted to start watching Christmas movies early, and I'm mm. watching Lifetime. Lifetime Christmas Oof. movies. That's how I know when we go. I know when we go to Christmas, because, see, it's weird because, well, I'm sure, you know, being married, you have – a Christmas with your family, a Christmas with their family. And so, see, with uh, my wife and I, we have Christmas at my house. And then after that, we'll go to Christmas at her grandmother's house. Then after that, we go to Christmas at her stepdad's house. Um, and whenever we go to Christmas at her grandmother's house, it is a constant. They don't do Christmas music like normal people. <laughs> it's Lifetime movies in the background. And, like... Every for every holiday, it's not just Christmas. Like Easter, there's Lifetime movies, and it may not even be Easter themed Lifetime movies. It could be a movie about somebody getting murdered, and you hear people screaming in the background as you're trying to enjoy <laughs> and open your Easter baskets. That that's pretty great, though. <laughs> I mean, I just I I respect people for what they want to watch, but I cannot watch Lifetime movies. The acting, it's usually second rate, like washed up actors who can't get a movie deal or a TV deal. For anything good like on netflix or whatever and so they have to go i don't know i just feel like a lifetime lifetime is a, a graveyard for, <laughs> for actors well the funny the funny thing is is like the movies are so bad but the christmas movies um they they always have that like that heartfelt ending right like mm -hmm. you're like oh my god a happy ending finally and that's like the only thing that most people crave out of the Lifetime movies is that happy ending because they really wish that that was real. Like, oh, yeah. I really want that happy ending, but it's not. And so I agree. Like, Lifetime is is a train wreck. 
<laughs> and wrecking into a dumpster fire with the mm-hmm. acting. But the movies are so heartfelt. That's why I watch them. It's like, I hate this movie, but the ending is going to be so great. I know it. Yeah. It, to kind of plug into next week's episode, um, you know, it's all about, I'd like to think of November and what I'd like to do with November is do nostalgia, right? Number one, it's an alliteration, nostalgia November. Number yeah. two, I still find myself going back and watching old TV shows. I mean, I've binge watched X-Men, the animated series, like on Disney+. And one of the Christmas movies that I watch every year without a fail is Jingle All the Way. Oh, yeah. Now, Jingle All the Way, for those of you who don't know or haven't seen it, go watch it. I promise you it's on Disney+. Plus. It is, I'm pretty sure anyway. It's got Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's got Sinbad. It's about knockoff. It's about literally how every Christmas there's, you know, how every Christmas there's like the toy you must have. Yeah. That's what this movie is about. The toy they must have is an action figure of a superhero named Turbo Man. And Arnold Schwarzenegger plays the dad, goes all over, I believe, New York, can't find Turbo Man. Well, I'm not going to ruin it anymore because it's a phenomenal movie. Um, Surprised it didn't win any Grammys or. Academy Awards, um, which I'm not because it really wasn't that good of a movie because, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Well, Um, it's that classic, um, you know, too busy of a dad trying to work hard and then realizes, oh, it's Christmas. I forgot my toy for my child. And and I've missed out on all these opportunities in my son's life. And now look at me trying to play catch up and make it the best Christmas my son has ever had. Yes. See, happy ending. (laughs) Yeah, that is it. Um. Well, so for you, yeah. like, that's what I've been doing. But what have you been playing or watching or doing? Oh, man. You see, I have recently been trying to get into the whole Dungeons and Dragons scene, right? Because there's just something about that that, like, I just think it would be so cool to do. Like, create your own character, having their own kind of backstory. You know, there's a particular set of skills. And I can't find anybody to have a the start a D game with that will have the patience because i've never played D before i don't know nothing about the dice i don't know like any i don't know anything about anything when it comes to dungeon and dragons so i have been playing there's a game called uh, divinity original sin 2 and that's kind of like um as close to a video game version of Dungeons and Dragons that you can get. I'm pretty sure there is a video game of Dungeons and Dragons. But I think there is. I, I, I don't know enough about it, and I don't know if you have to pay for it, and I don't want to like pour money into something that I'm not going to understand yet. Um, but I've been playing that kind of leading up to a game um, called Baldur's Gate 3. Um, now, Baldur's Gate has been around forever, and um, I think the third one... I think it's like the, the, I'm trying to think of the wait time for the third one. I want to say it's been over at least maybe 10 years since the oh, wow. second one came out. Don't quote me on that. Don't fact check me, but I'm pretty sure. Um, so it's kind of like a big deal. And I mean, it looks phenomenal. Like they, they're in early access right now. So if you buy it, it's kind of like Escape from Tarkov. If you buy it, you can play the early access. Um, but you only can play up to a certain point. So when that comes out, I'll probably get that um, on PC, of course. Um as far as console goes, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima because um, the co-op mode just came out, and I've been playing that with some friends. Um, been playing VR. I've got Oculus Quest, um, and I have the Oculus Link cable for my PC, so I've been playing that. But really, 
I'm in the same boat. I'm kind of just waiting for next gen. Um, you know, I've been Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to come out, and that's the thing that I'm. I usually hate Assassin's Creed games as of late. I didn't like Odyssey. I didn't like Origins. Um, I think the, in my opinion, the last good one I played was Syndicate, where it's like Victorian London, and oh, so. Yeah. Valhalla's coming out, of course, it's about Vikings, um, so to get kind of prepared for that, I actually started watching the Vikings TV show that came out on History Channel, and uh, it's all on Amazon Prime, and I think I started it maybe two weeks ago, and I'm on season four, part two of season four. Doesn't it have one of the uh, Skarsgård um, brothers in it? Yeah, it's got the one, did you watch Cursed on Netflix? Yes. It's got the one that plays uh, Merlin. I think it's Dave or David Skarsgård. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I mean, that whole, the whole Skarsgård family at this point is like movie royalty, if you think right. about it. Right. <laughs> they're all good back. looking. Uh, yeah. Even crazy looking old Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> you know, it's really name. funny. I actually, I, I am gay and I actually find Bill Skarsgård hotter than the rest of them. Really? <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's weird because most people would go for what's his name? I think Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, no. Is that the one that played Tarzan? Yeah, and he played yeah. in True Blood. Yeah, yeah. Most people go for that one. Well, my wife thinks uh, the one in Vikings is undeniable. Like, <laughs> but you also got to. But see, I don't take much for my wife because she also has a ridiculously awkward attraction to Seth Rogen. Oh, weird! Really mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I can't wait for her to hear this other piece. So. <laughs> She can see what I've been talking about, and I can think you, that's. Do you know what it is? Like what? Why she's attracted to him? Like, I, I what is it? I don't know. I don't know what. I truly don't know. And she has a hard time explaining. It. She says, "I don't know. I just, hey, there's just something about him that's so attractive." Which I think part of the reason she don't want me to get my haircut because when I don't get my haircut, <laughs> I kind of look like a, a the, the Afro version of it, right? Yeah, everybody says I look like a more Jewish Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, so, and I like to think of myself as a Henry Cavill. But uh, I don't look like Henry Cavill, uh, not the body. Um, maybe if I put some product in my hair and I get the little curl, I look like uh, Man of Steel, Henry Cavill. Um, but see, she's only she's attracted to weird things. Like she's only attracted to Henry Cavill when he's the Witcher. Oh, really? With the, the the white hair and yeah, the white hair, the voice, the weird eyes. Like it's only like weird things. Like I've got man crushes. Like. I've got huge man crushes, like Jason Momoa, for an example. He's a huge man crush of mine. I don't. I. I just. I'm. I'm probably the weird one here, but no, I can't. I can't do it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the fact that I've seen him as Call Drogo in Game of Thrones, or he's Aquaman, and Aquaman's probably like one of my top five favorite superheroes. Or he did great in Game of Thrones. I will say that. Like he did an amazing job with. He did, and I was super disappointed when they killed him off. Spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't watched Game of Thrones. (laughs) If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, you've been living under a rock. So I have lived under a rock then because I only watched the first season. But I think he died in the first season, didn't he? I can't remember. It's it's short into it. It's not long into it. It's either it's anywhere between the first and the third. I'm not. I think it's the first because there's like six people that died in the first. And I was like, I'm done. I'm not going to like say I know everything about Game of Thrones. I mean, I have the books on my bookcase behind me, but that's more of a conversation piece. My (laughs) wife reads them, but I don't if it it's like I say, dude, if it isn't a comic book or it doesn't have pictures, I can't read the book because I lose interest. Like, I think I got maybe three or four pages into Harry Potter. And I was like, this is cool, but I can just go watch movies. <laughs> See, for me, it's different. I have to like, 
I like to read, but that first page better catch me or I'm done. I'm yeah. not reading you. It's like, uh, bored. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, but I'm a nerd, dude. Like, when it comes to almost all things, like, we've had huge discussions about <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> I have all the Power Rangers helmets. Uh, you know, uh, it's been my dream to actually go to uh, a con. I don't care which one it is, as long as this dude's there, and meet Jason David Frank. You know, I grew up, he was Tommy, he was in almost, he was literally, I'm not sure the stats, but I can guarantee if I looked it up, he was in, out of every Power Rangers series that's been, he would have to have been at least in 10 to 12 of them in different roles, whether it's, and they're all Tommy, but whether it's coming back as a different Ranger, or in some series, he's the teacher, I'm almost 30 years old, dude, and I still watch, catch myself, like, watching Power Rangers, like, if a new Power Rangers comes out, I'm like, Oh, let's see what so, this so I do have to say this, um, you know, we're, we will have a, a link to our Discord, um, and mm -hmm. I, I feel like if anybody wants to see these Power Ranger helmets, um, mm. you should join the Discord and bug Darian like crazy to send a picture of it. They are really cool. I will, I will admit that. They're really cool helmets. I've seen them. But the disappointing part is, and I didn't know this, you can't wear them. <laughs> I don't, it, I don't, they're not like... <laughs> life size like the actors in the show they actually have helmets you can put on but the ones that i got the neck hole is like too small like it could probably go over my head but it ain't gonna close in on my neck or you're gonna get choked out yeah or i'll pass out after i wear it for about five ten seconds i feel like i don't know like have you ever seen um and this is probably a really bad example, but I'm mm -hmm. going to use it. Like somebody like that really likes shoes, like a female that really likes shoes. And so she like, she'll get like the perfect pair of shoes and put them on and just like start vacuuming the house in those shoes or something. Is that what you would do is like put your, your Power Ranger helmet, helmet on and just like start cleaning the house? Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I would do that. If, if I knew that my wife wouldn't think she married a freak that runs around <laughs> in pajamas and a Power Ranger helmet cleaning the house. She, I mean, she probably wouldn't complain if I told her, I'll clean the house if you let me wear my Power Ranger helmet. She'd be like, do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, just do it. I'll go upstairs. But That's hilarious. And see, I've always wanted, another thing I've always wanted to get into is cosplay. Like, and now I'm saying I don't have, like, this huge muscular physique that can fit and make any cosplay look good. But, I mean, if I, I figured if I found something, like, for example, if I put on one of those Spider-Man skin suits, I would look like Spider-Man that had been being retired for about 20, 30 years. <laughs> and Doc Ock's come into the city, and I've got to put on the suit one more time. I'd probably be winded going upstairs. <laughs> My God. But, and, and on top of that, the zipper would probably break off the skin suit. But I'd have to, like, get... I just don't know what I would go as. Like, a lot of people go as World of Warcraft stuff, but I oh honestly God. don't know anything about World of Warcraft, especially at BlizzCon. So... But I don't know, like, characters from World of Warcraft. I don't know, like, anything. So World of Warcraft um, cosplay is probably one of the most amazing cosplays you can come across. Um, I've been to BlizzCon. I've, I actually sew. So I will actually sew um, cosplay costumes for people. Um, oh, that's awesome. I, I 3D print them, too. Uh, we oh, have that's 3D, cool. Yeah, we have two 3D printers. And uh, it's just the just all of the costumes behind it. Like the the graphics team and the artists at Blizzard are just amazing with what they come up with because and then for people to actually make them in real life and mimic it and like you're not even just seeing like at, at uh, BlizzCon you're not just seeing just a costume you're seeing like full blown like someone made 
an entire orc outfit so they look like an orc oh yeah and and people pour hundreds of thousands of dollars into these things and and it shows i mean even people who are skilled enough to i know a lot like i've watched um shows where they use um it's like a cosplay show where the people design costumes and stuff and and like just the skills of being able to mold like the foam like they got a heat gun that they heat it up and they mold it and shape it and all that stuff man it's just it's a it's so respectable the hours and determination that these people put into these costumes that that's why i love conventions because people can show off their hard work and being amongst other people who understand what they've done and what they have went through they they i i it warms my heart to see people take pictures of other people with their cosplays because you know that these people have worked so hard to get these things and it and it's just, it's just awesome i've only been to one con and it was the cincinnati comic con because i live in cincinnati and um i mean it was even there even the small cons like it's unreal what these people can do oh it's amazing and not only that like if you've since you've been to a con the uh, a convention like comic con even the atmosphere is amazing people are just genuinely happy mm-hmm. like you don't see a single pissed off person like no nope. They are so happy. The smile, like you walk in and you could be so mad, and like within ten seconds, you're just happy because of how, how much, um, you know, how happy everybody else is, and how how many smiles you see. It just, it's just really addicting. You're just like, oh my god, this is so much fun. Oh, it is. And on top of that, like not just the cosplays, but like the artists that come to show off their work, and I can't count the amount of things that I have in my room that I've gotten from unknown artists or independent artists that I've asked them to do for me. And they'll be like, yeah, man, yeah, I, it's completely fine. Come back in, come back in an hour, hour and a half, and I'll, it'll be done. I've got a picture of me and Goku going Super Saiyan together that a guy did. I've got paintings of Black Panther, Wonder Woman, all this stuff that these people have done. And like, I, and it's like you said, when you walk into a con, you're instantly, if you were in a shitty mood, you're instantly out of it. Oh, and yeah. it's just like... Yeah, I feel like you can approach anybody about anything because I feel like that's my it, and it is like a whole nother planet when you walk in. Like and I and when I walk in and honestly, it sounds kind of weird, but when I walk in, I feel like that I'm stepping into the animes, the toys, the superheroes, the the uh, the TV shows, the movies, everything that I've watched, I feel like I'm stepping into it. And even if it's not the actor that played them, I'll still get a picture if the dude looks pretty badass in a Geralt of Rivia costume. Just, you know, so, I mean, it's just one of those things that I truly feel at home when I'm at, at cons. And, and it's one of those things that there's no other atmosphere like it. And I know people were devastated with the fact that, you know, San Diego Comic-Con was canceled and, all that stuff and, and due to COVID and, and it sucks. And I, and I truly, truly can't wait till the cons start rolling around again and, and people can start going and I can start going. I've, it's been my lifelong dream to go to San Diego Comic-Con and I know you've been and I, and I'm super jealous of that because I, that's the one I've always wanted to go to my entire life with San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, massive, massive, massive con. Um, the problem, like, so my problem with cons before COVID was, um, Cons are amazing. Like, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but the lack of acknowledgement of space, like bubble space, mm-hmm. um, because I, I, I don't get claustrophobic. I just don't like to be touched. 
Mm-hmm. And so like you have everybody running into you and bumping into you. And so like for me, I like, you know, between depending on how like the area I'm in, sometimes I would have to go outside every 15 minutes because it's like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, these people. And it's not their fault. You know, they're just, no. it's packed. It's full. You know, there's tons of people. And so I, you know, it's like, that's the worst part about a con. And right now because of COVID, I actually miss that. I'm like, I really miss mm-hmm. that. I, you know, I didn't get to go to BlizzCon this year. We didn't get to go to San Diego Comic-Con. I usually go to Salt Lake uh, Comic-Con or Fanex. Um, We didn't get to go to any of those this year. So like I'm jonesing for a convention right now. Like oh, I really want one. Me and too. BlizzCon, um, you know, was, I went last year and it by far is probably one of my, it, it's one of my favorite cons, but it's also one of my like, not so favorite and and the reason that is is because it's really like a pop-up store Mm -hmm. but just the amount of detail and money that's put into the con and then all the people that come with their costumes and then i've played world of warcraft for 10 years so i have friends and i get to meet up with them and that that's really fun like we went to gosh we went to a bar i can't even remember what it was called um but they served they served shots in potion bottles and it was hilarious. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's and they, cool. they were like pink or green or, or blue, like the, the, the shots were, and it was really cool. Some of them looked like Pepto-Bismol, but <laughs> like, that's how pink they were, but it was really good. So maybe you can elaborate more for me. And I'm sure once you'll start saying them, I'll know what you're, I'll, I'll know, but is, is BlizzCon like, I feel like, is it exclusively like, world of warcraft stuff or is it like i I, like i don't really know what other games blizzard's big for except for do um i think world of warcraft and overwatch call of duty call of duty they do they have call of duty really yeah that's a blizzard game oh wow okay yeah uh call of duty they do hearthstone um you know overwatch world of warcraft starcraft um okay i've heard of diablo Oh, okay. I knew there was another one because I've recently gone into Diablo. It was the it was the newer one. I think what was it, like Diablo three maybe, but I because I, I hadn't I hadn't played the other ones, um, so nobody ring my neck for jumping straight into the third one and not starting with number one. But um, yeah, Diablo is super fun, dude. I love those. I've recently gotten into those kind of games. Like for some reason, I kind of like turn based games now. Um, not the level of like trying to go back and play all the final fantasies because i you know i'm probably going to get strung up here for saying this but i don't really like final fantasy Uh, me neither (laughs) so we're on the same page i mean and i'll give it to them like some of the weapons and stuff that they have are cool as shit and like but i just could never get into it like people's like oh my god the final fantasy 7 remake's coming out and 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 I, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. My brain's melting, and, I, and I'm just like, dude. I remember when I had, I got Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation One mm-hmm. when you had to have like it was like two anywhere from I couldn't remember. I want to say anywhere from like two to four discs. So the game case was thick as hell. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> and and I could not even make it through thirty minutes into the first one. I didn't know. Given when PlayStation One came out, I was a youngling. And my brain probably can't handle Final Fantasy the way that one did, but like I could just never get into it. So when Final Fantasy VII came out, people were like shitting their pants, going bonkers, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, I'll probably maybe wait till it goes on sale." Yeah, like so you know, if we go back to like PlayStation One, um, 
Resident Evil and Tomb Raider were my favorite games. Oh, um, Resident Evil, you know me, said too scary. Um, <laughs> Tomb Raider was almost too scary if I couldn't figure out how to lock that old bastard um, <laughs> butler in, in the, the fridge. Freezer. Yeah. Because yep. he would follow you around and all you hear was, <sighs> or he would fart once in a while. Oh, I don't <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> he would. I would always shoot him, and you know, he would always put up his damn tray, right? Yeah, but that that was almost too scary because he would give me the creeps, and then <laughs> like, but Resident Evil is way too. I won't even play the remakes of Resident Evil. I don't do scary games. Once in a blue moon, said it'll get me around to play uh, Phasmophobia, and that's one we didn't mention. We were playing right now, and I have to give kudos to the developer on that. They did such an amazing job with hundred percent. Hundred percent, could not agree more. It came out of nowhere, and it's like it's really been building up an army. Honestly, I mean, streamers are playing it like crazy, um, and like YouTubers are playing it like crazy. Which, given it's scary as all hell sometimes, but it is fun, especially when you're playing it with Pete, your friends that yep. know you, and it, it it is fun. Like said, honestly, believe truly brings me in to his stream. <laughs> to play it just because I can provide subtle entertainment to everybody. Cause let's just say my wife gets, I'm not really allowed to play it cause my wife gets mad cause I scream and yell and we have neighbors. And so she was, I <laughs> or tell you her, wake going, her up. <laughs> yeah. Or I wake her up. So I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to play phasmophobia with the uh, set. I'll, I'll be, I'll come to bed here after a while. And she's like, don't. The first thing she says is don't yell. Just like that. <laughs> not nicely. Like, okay, honey, have a good time. Just try to be quiet. She's like, don't yell don't open your mouth yeah so whenever i try to play it whenever i'm like yelling i'll have to go like oh or like make <laughs> subtle sounds i think my favorite is when we were playing i think it was like the first time we were playing a couple rounds together and we're outside and we're we're both too chicken shit to go inside because it is scary like as much like for me i know like we all know this is not real like it's a game but there's something that triggers in your brain that just makes it so terrifying. So you don't even want to go into a house, but Darian actually, like we're standing in the doorway and Darian goes halfway into the house and the door closes and the ghost <laughs> just runs at him. Oh, she, dude, she wasn't even running. She was walking real slow, but she was this oh. decrepit ass, like old lady. And like when they get closer to you, you can hear them breathe. Yep. So like she slammed the door on Sid and like, <laughs> So I was trying to get out, and if you're not playing on VR, because it is VR compatible, you have to, like, click your mouse and, like, pull the door away. And, like, as I'm pulling the door away, all I hear is, <sighs> or she's coming yep. up behind me. And I'm just like, let me out! Let me out! <laughs> and then you, you accuse me of holding the door shut, which I'm not. I'm like... I was pissed. I was pissed at said. I was like, you, hold, you held the fucking door shut! I'm clear in the truck, and, like... I was like, what are you talking about? No, and you're going to die. Even, and the thing is, is that wasn't even like a hard haunt. Like that no. was like your level one like haunt. Because <laughs> for those of you that don't know, the more haunts you get right, and there's a bunch of stuff you got to, well, not, there's some things you got to do to get it right. But once you get it right, your level goes up. And as your level goes up, you unlock um, schools and asylums and different things. I haven't played it. I'll admit, I haven't played it since... Um, the developers have rolled out all these updates, um, but I do know just from reading different discords that there's new ghosts, um, and then one there of them actually are. looks like the chick from the ring, which is horrifying. It's just really horrifying. I think it's, is it the chick from the ring or the grudge? 
I don't I, know. To That's me, they both horrifying. seem about the same. Young girls with look like they've but, been drowned in a whale with, with the black, black hair, hair covering. covering yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Anything like that. I wouldn't play the game Fear because of that. And <laughs> you know what? Which which one is the most terrifying though? On that on phasmophobia is the little girl that just has no face and it's just like a giant mouth with thousands of teeth. And I it's saw like, what? the picture. <laughs> I saw the picture. That reminded me. Did you ever see the movie Cabin in the Woods? Yes, yes. It reminded me of that that little girl where she's like a ballerina dancer. That was one of the most underrated movies. I feel like it was. It was because it was like it was it was that comedy horror, right? Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be funny, and some of my favorite, like one of my favorite actresses, Sigourney Weaver's in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I liked, uh, and I mean, they had some pretty big names in there. Like you said, Wasn't Sigourney like Weaver, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth was in yep. it. Yeah. And it was so funny. He was trying to be like, you know, the badass that Chris Hemsworth is. And like, he drives a dirt bike to try to jump over a gorge <laughs> and hits a laser wall and just, <laughs> just right? smashes into that and falls down that canyon. It's and, like a, it's like a giant screen that he hits, right? It's yeah. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. And, but just the, the, the scene in that movie when they open up all the chambers and like all those creatures start coming out of those elevators and like just tearing everybody to pieces. Like I was like, when I went and saw it, I thought it was going to be like, um, cause I didn't know anything about it when I went and saw it in theaters and me and my wife, we were just dating at the time, went and saw it. And, uh, I first thought it was going to be like, um, the actual movie, the movie cabin fever, or um the hills have eyes or something like that but no it completely like flipped the script and i when i walked out of there i was like oh man i I really enjoyed it because it was more actiony than scary and it it was it was like actiony comedy yeah because they had all mix of like monsters and things in there they had uh i believe one of them was they had hillbilly cannibals because it was like a play on other horror movies like with the things they would have like they had hillbilly cannibals they had basically like their version of the creature from the black lagoon they had werewolves they had the ballerina girl with all the teeth in her face they had Um, bats they had snakes they had zombies yeah yeah and and throughout the movie these people are trying to i guess this government facility is trying to kill the people that's in this cabin to test these things out and they do unleash zombies at one point um, on the cabin and then they had like a a slasher which is like your plays on jason and michael myers and all that stuff and, and i and i don't like scary things but like i do you know it's weird like i don't like scary things but i also do like some horror movies i'm more of like a slasher kind of guy when it comes to movies so like your halloweens your nightmare on elm streets your friday the 13th like those kind of things before i'm like paranormal type stuff or like for example it's been proven i I saw it on a list and we'll i want to do this on a later episode with like top 10 horror movies or whatever oh god that's hard because it is hard it is hard and we can we can slim it down we can make it like before the 2000s after the 2000s stuff to we can we can narrow it down to make it not so hard but um one of the things let's see that I don't like, and it was proven, like I said, on this list, it was, they've called it the scariest movie of all time, which was Sinister. I loved Sinister, and I that loved movie, the second one. Because they made two, right? They yeah, made two they made two. But the Sinister scene, was so 
freaking weird. It was weird, but I liked I liked the lore behind those movies, like scary movies. Like my favorite part in horror movies is when they go into the backstory of like the entity or stuff like that, and you find out about it, and you find out about uh, I can't remember the entity's name in Sinister. Um, oh, I can't remember. But the scariest scene in that movie to me was when uh, it was the kid was about to push the lawnmower oh, over God. his family. And like then it like popped up that dude's face in the screen. <laughs> and it had Ethan Hawke in it. Ethan Hawke is a very underrated actor. I love Ethan Hawke in movies. He's really good looking, too. In, in, a, in, in that we He's like, he's he's... He's good looking in that weird, dirty kind of way. What was that? What was that movie he played in? Mm-hmm. Started with a G, and it's like you have to be—I can't remember—he wanted to be an astronaut or like work on a spaceship or something. But he, oh man, I, I can't. I what was that movie? Gattaca, I can't remember. Something like that. I can't he was remember. in quite a few good movies. Though he was in uh, Daybreak with William Dafoe. Daybreak was really good. Daybreak um, was really good. And then he was in. Um, I'm going to get so much shit for this because it's a great movie. The movie with Denzel Washington where Denzel's a crooked cop. Training and Day? Ethan, yes, Training Day. That's it. He was in Training Day. And then I liked him in the remake of The Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Like, I thought that was pretty good. I mean, that movie was like star-studded too. You had Chris Pratt, um, yep. Denzel, Ethan Hawke. Um you had quite a few people in it but then again i love western movies too so so on the on the note of horror movies uh and talking about sinister you know which one like actually terrifies me and i don't know why like what the conjuring oh man i i would go see those movies because my wife wanted to see them but i was mortified like those movies were so scary and i think the scariest part, in my opinion, was in the first Conjuring, when that old lady is sitting at the dinner table with all of them, and then she sees the demon behind the guy. Yeah. And, like, the music that it would play, like those scratch, almost sound like nails on chalkboard kind of aesthetic, like whenever they would, whenever the demon would be yeah. in the camera, that was just like, yeah, just the sound alone will give you chills, even without the movie. But the movie, I to me, I don't know, like just because, like, if you've ever done any kind of like um, research into Lorraine Warren and Ed Warren, like mm-hmm. it's it's like they, if you believe in that stuff, like they did a lot of things, you know, they did a lot of paranormal sh- uh, shit back then. Yeah, but then wasn't there something that came out that was like saying everything they did was bullshit? Yeah, I think so, and like. And given like and and even recently wasn't the Annabelle doll like didn't it go missing? Yeah, I think so. I think it did. And like that just really shows like how these movies play up things. Like the Annabelle doll is actually a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah, it's not that ugly, creepy, disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, in the right like the Raggedy Ann doll could be really fucking oh, creepy. Raggedy Ann is creepy. I'm sorry. Yeah, my mom. I never will forget one time. My mom had collected some toys from when she was younger, and there was a Raggedy Ann and Andy in her closet, and it set up at the top, and it was so creepy to look in that closet, turn on the lights, and there'd be damn Raggedy Ann and Andy staring at you. But the, that the one, biggest thing for like for me with like Lorraine and Ed Warren was mm-hmm. the Amityville, right? 
Amityville yeah. house, and then it it was the Amityville horror, right? Like it's just the mm-hmm. connection is so weird to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. You know, my mom used to talk about how she was so scared of the Amityville horror movie, like when the original Amityville horror movie. Yeah, when it came out, and I, I remember watching it one day. And I was like, "This isn't scary," but then again, it was made in what, like the eight, like late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. And so I, I, I've never, I was never scared of that one. Um, but then again, I've also heard that, and I don't know, but I've heard that that was a crock of shit too. Like not the whole, I know the fact that the murders and everything were true. Um, but like the fact that it's haunted or possessed or whatever, but I mean, I guess it just takes a person. Like, cause if my opinion is, is if you go into something, a skeptic, you're going to stay a skeptic. Like me, for example, somebody who believes in hauntings and ghosts and that kind of thing, if I would walk in there, I would probably see Satan himself and never <laughs> want to go in there again. See me, like I, I'm the opposite. Like I don't, I don't truly believe in any of that just because I haven't had you know a sufficient evidence to prove to me other than seeing you know like ghost hunters or something like that, and that's just not enough. Like that, oh, all I've can had, be staged. I've had firsthand ghost encounters, dude. Like, and it was, and it wasn't even, like, scary, like, it wasn't, uh, I want to say, like, a harmful entity, um, because, see, I grew up in a house that my great, great, great grandparents built, and my, this is, I don't know this, I was young when this happened, but my grandmother and my mom swear by it, that one day I walked into the kitchen and told my mom and my grandmother that my papa, which is what I called my great grandfather, I said, Papa's in the kitchen. And he um had said and then they went in there, nothing was in there. But and they also say kids that are younger can see things differently. Yeah. Like I've always heard that I don't know the true meaning behind it but there was some of the things that you hear are like they can see like a different plane of existence kind of thing like an animal, supposedly yeah and so there's i had that was the story and then i knew for a fact that um after my stepdad had passed away my mom told me this this didn't happen to me this happened to her um that and he lived with us in that same house um that she came in the front door one day and a quick example of how the house is laid out. If you came in the front door, you would look straight down a hallway. Like you'd be the foyer, but right in front of that foyer was a hallway that would go down. And the kitchen was to the left, and her room was to the right. And she said when she went in the door, she saw the shadow figure that was built like him go into the bedroom, her bedroom. And then when she went in there, his one of his shirts that he wore was just laid out in the floor. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, and she said, and he had real heavy footsteps. And she, after she went in the bedroom, she looked up, and then she saw those heavy footsteps basically go into another room. And she heard the heavy footsteps, saw it go into another room, and it was, and there was nothing there. And but people have always said that house was haunted, but it was never like a like a, I guess the bad kind of haunted, right? Kind of thing. But you know, I've seen. I think I don't know. I I, I feel like um demon possessions and like things like that mm-hmm. are 
I don't know. This is me, and I'll probably get a lot of shit for that saying this, but like a lot of the time, I think are just um, mentally ill people, and, and that's and you know I would believe that. Like, and a good, and I'm not gonna say it's a it's a good example, but there's a show on Netflix called Evil, mm-hmm. and it's about a guy. Have you seen it? I haven't. I've heard it. I need to okay. watch it. Okay, it's about a guy who works for the Catholic Church with possessions, right? Oh, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. It has the chick from The Magicians in it, right? Yeah. No. Is it? I, I think so. I haven't seen The Magicians in forever. I, that shit got too boring. Um, <laughs> but it, this girl is like a, a clinical or a or – I can't remember. She was like a key witness. She would be a key witness for crimes for – talking about for like mentally ill people. Okay. So, like, she if they were trying to plead insanity, she could back that up for him if it was true or not if it wasn't. And they he hired her to go with him so she could see if the person was just mentally ill and it wasn't really a possession or if it was a possession. And one of the things she did was – and it was, it was kind of fucked up, but the uh, exorcist was in there, and he was doing all this stuff. But while nobody was looking, she – poured out the holy water and filled it up with tap water and then when he threw it on her threw it on this woman she started like screaming and stuff and then she was like that's how i know this is bullshit because that wasn't holy water yeah i mean that's actually a good way to like debunk it though right like yeah i mean logically that would make sense but i could see I i could completely see where you're coming from and i'm the one of the people that believes that everybody's entitled to their own opinion right and i don't if somebody wants to believe it's an exorcist or there's exorcisms, let them believe there's exorcisms. I've heard stories about um, – I've had Catholic friends who said once you get in tight enough like with um, a Catholic youth group kind of, like they show you a video of a real-life exorcism. And, well, that I would like to see, but I don't really yeah. want to convert to Catholicism. So. Yeah, no, I'm not – but religion's a topic that we don't need to get into. No, religion so, and politics is probably something we don't need to talk about. Yeah, especially right now in the midst of a civil war. I would, and I would rather not, just because it's. <laughs> I want this to be something that people, everybody can come to to listen and take their mind off of what's happening. Yeah, because let's be honest, twenty twenty has been shit. It has been shit. Um, but no, I mean, so I don't do scary games. I love scary and, games. <laughs> unless I have to, um, I don't. Pl- I sure as shit don't play them by myself. So, <laughs> if anybody can request that, I'll just. Uh, if anybody joins the Discord and is like, "Hey, Darian, won't you play this by yourself?" I'll I'll kick you out of the Discord, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll invite you back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, I'm up for. I love scary games. Um, I'm I'm big into especially the VR. Um, on the PlayStation, like there are so many jump scare games. It's not even funny. I won't even download demos on my quest for. Oh my god, I love them. Um, There's one. Was it called Infected? I think that was so good, and it's it's like you're not gonna get hurt. Like your character doesn't get harmed. Yeah. Uh, It's just like it kind of like a walkthrough where you walk through and learn a story about the situation, but you see really scary shit pop up. Like an example, I'll give you is in I was in college and my roommate at the time. Uh, we told each other we were going to turn off all the lights <laughs> and we were going to play Outlast. And it's when Outlast had first came out and I even wasted the money and bought that shit. 
And so we turn off all the lights. We shut the door in the dorm. And it's a dorm. I mean, there's like over probably 100 <laughs> people in this building. So it's not like we were completely alone. And somebody was our two of our best friends were right across the hall. So let's just say we don't make it five minutes into the game. We won't eat, we don't even make it in the hospital. We got scared just walking in the rain up oh my God. into the hospital. Because and it was all things I didn't like about it. I hate the fact that you couldn't see unless you had your camera on. Yeah. Because it was night vision and that the fact that you had to find batteries because your battery would die. I hated all that shit. I hated it. And I was just like, and after that, like about five minutes into it, I was like, okay, dude, I got to turn the lights on. I, I'm and surprised I that you actually play DayZ right now. You know, and I would, and I probably wouldn't if this, okay, the thing is, for people who don't know, said you've kind of slacked off as of lately. I have. But I, have a lot. <laughs> I play, well, me and said both play DayZ and role playing communities. Um, Kinship RP, to be a matter of fact. So shout out Kinship. Um, it's gone really well. Um, I've really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, if I wasn't in a big group, like then I probably wouldn't play it if I was just wandering by myself. And I won't wander at night. <laughs> I won't. Well, I don't like. I don't. If if I do log in, I don't. I don't like nighttime anyways because I can't. Mm. It's hard for me to see. It's not that I'm scared. It's just I have really bad. Even in real life, I have bad vision at night. So in mm-hmm. a game on a screen makes it 10 times worse. Yeah. And I don't even, if a zombie attacks me, I don't know which way it's coming from. It's like, where, which one, which way is it hit me from? But yeah, yeah we come from Roleplay Server in the Daisy community. That's how we met. I used to run a Daisy server. I don't anymore, which has been, they're fun, but it has been a relief. Yeah, no, it's. And I can say just from the admin perspective, like I could see how owning it would be exhausting with all the requests that you get from people to add stuff. And I, and I really believe that, and I'm not just saying this because I'm in the server, Kinship's got a really good way of doing it. Well, Kinship has more people to help. Yeah. And more yeah. time. Um, the problem is, is we don't, we didn't have time. Yeah. Like the time and the people. Yeah. Like, having people with knowledge, like, they have bloaters, and they have MDC, and they have um, a couple other people that know, like, mm-hmm. how, to do, how to do, you know, how to add stuff into the server side, how to mm-hmm. code. So when you only have, you know, two people that can do all those things, it, yeah. it, it's very exhausting. Yeah, no, I could, I could see that 100%. And the, the, but the fact, and the fact is, is, like, in-game, like, we're in the process of moving to um, a new place just because... Um, the north is kind of dead. Yeah. So we're kind of move. We're like, I want to say we're in the RP. Tr- we're in the middle of the RP triangle, and that's Starry, uh, Vibor, and Chernogorsk. We're like yeah. in the dead center of that triangle, and um, so we're we're starting to move. But if I wasn't in a big group, I'd probably say I wouldn't run around, and I probably wouldn't play it as much. But the fact that I'm in a group with people that I've been in groups with before and some new people um, I, I've started playing a lot more and I, I play way too long. I mean, you guys are two hours behind me. So it's always weird. Cause I would be on at like three, four o'clock in the morning. Yep. And like said, and then would either just be getting an on and then that would in turn, it's their fault. I would step till five, six o'clock in the morning. Um, 
but and I even find myself doing that now. I'll stay at till five, six o'clock in the morning. See, and like for us, like we can't like during the week. I we can't do that. Like so, like we would be like going to bed, and you would be getting on, and mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Hey, get on." So it's just the, the the time zone difference can be can be a pain in the ass. Yeah, but, but I am currently busy and I'm currently quarantined. Oh yeah, so, that's right. Like my wife was exposed to somebody who has COVID, who tested positive for COVID. My wife luckily didn't Is test she positive for COVID. So quarantined too. Yeah, she's her. She works for a university, and they have like their own. I call them like COVID police. Yeah, and it's weird, dude. They have an app that you have to download, and they can track you. <laughs> so, like, if she leaves her house, they call her. If she leaves the house, like, or anything, they'll call her. Like, we took the dogs up to the dog park today, and they called her. And said, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and said, where are you at? And she was like, I'm just with my dogs at the dog park. There's nobody here. Um, but she, of course, she tested positive, or negative, I'm sorry. And yeah. But I have to quarantine till the 12th, because she is, and I'm we're married, so we live together. So yep. I'm quarantined until the 12th, and it's just been... That's why I'm glad what? we started this podcast. I won't lose my sanity like I have been previously. Oh, God. I've been, I basically have done self quarantine since March. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm I know. going crazy. <laughs> Me and said vent to each other about <laughs> about being quarantined, and but if anybody out there is having problems with like feel like they're having problems with mental health because mental health people with it's, mental health yeah. conditions are this is like a, high a worse nightmare. Yeah, and feel free, just please feel free to reach out to myself or said yeah um you can reach us through the discord we'll have a discord link um you can we'll, our email is the letter y innernerd at gmail.com reach out to us there um we're always looking for people to have on the podcast you know it's not even you don't have to be a celebrity you don't have to be anybody we just want to talk to people i love interviewing right. people I love hearing other people's opinions. And me and Seth had a long discussion about this. And if if you, you know, if you have, if you're having, you know, and don't be ashamed. Um, you know, mental illness is not something to be ashamed of. And if you mm-hmm. have issues, you have depression, things like that. Right now is, is rough. Like, we're, mm-hmm. you know, like Darian was saying, it's rough. And know that you're, you may feel like you're alone, but you're not. And there are other people out there, um, especially, you know, any type of community, if you're, if you're gay or lesbian, you could even call the Trevor Project or go to the Trevor Project. You know, there are other places if you don't want to reach out to us because you don't know us or mm-hmm. or something. There are tons of places to go to. Just don't think that you're alone because you're not. Frankly, I'm I'm tired of quarant- being quarantined at home. I, I want to go out and do something. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is I used to hate going out to like bars and all that stuff. But now I earned for that. I earned to drink a beer in public. I would, you know, I was gonna have a glass of wine during this, but I didn't. I I've thought drink, about I've it. been drinking a smoothie, dude. I'm, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I'm not a big drinker, but as of lately, I'm like, you know, I, I want something to drink. <laughs> and, and 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 I'll be the first to admit, there I have, I'm not, I haven't been diagnosed with depression by any means, but during this whole thing, I have found myself in moments and weeks of depression. Yeah, just because yeah. you can't go out to go to work, you're usually working from home, or if you are the, one of the few that's lucky enough to be able to go out for work, you're very limited to what you can do. And right. 
So, and I love my wife and I love my dogs and I, there's nothing I yearn for more than to be home with them, but you can only take so much and there's only so much TV you can watch, only so many video games you can play. Um, so if, like I said, if you need to talk to anybody and you don't want to talk to us, go visit those websites, said, said. Yeah. go call those people if you need to talk to somebody because it, mental health is not a joke and and there's, it's nothing to be ashamed of, but if there's help out there that we can help you get, we want to help you get it. So, you know, that, um, yesterday we, we left the house cause we had to go get a prescription for, mm-hmm. um, jets and jets is my husband, but, uh, we started to come home and my first thought, and like, I, I have a fairly big house and you know, I, I love being home, but my first thought was, I don't want to go home. <laughs> like, that was the first thought in my head was like, can we just like drive around? I don't want to go home all the time, like, and do that. And that is a good thing that that I've learned to do is get in your car, crank up some tunes, or turn on this wonderful podcast, Your Inner Nerd. Yeah, and Your Inner Nerd. Let us be the soothing voices that comfort you and join you along on the ride of a lifetime. And we'll have some pretty funny shit once in a while and make you laugh. And yeah, this was just this was just an everywhere episode. So don't feel like you missed anything if you jump into it thirty minutes in because we're probably still talking about the same thing. Yeah, but it's more introduction. Like yeah. you know, our first episode, starting off inter- an introduction, and you know, I think what we should talk about next is like what we plan. You know, for our next episodes, just to kind of give people a, an idea of what what to expect in future episodes. Oh, yeah, 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 let's do that for sure. Um, so I was thinking that we could do themed months. Um, not the whole month necessarily, but every now and then just sprinkle themed things into the month. I'm a, I love alliteration, so that's why I said Nostalgia November. I know that's weird, but I was always good at English in school. So coming up for next week's episode... How would you feel, said, if we did a top ten list of, yeah, I'll let you pick this, and then I I got the top ten list, and I'll give you the two ideas, and I'll let you pick. Okay. okay? We can do a top ten list of TV shows that we watched growing up, and or movies. Now, I know there's a slight age discrepancy between the two of us. It's not that much. <laughs> Because I was born in, see, I was born in 94. Yeah, there's, there's not that, it's not that far apart. So, but I would watch stuff from like, because like X-Men the Animated Series, for example, I think that first aired in 92. So, I, but I think I the age it. discrepancy you're talking about is you were born in 94, but you act like you were born in like 83 or 82. <laughs> yeah, well, for a majority, I've lived with my grand, me and my family have lived with our grandparents for our whole lives. And my grandpa was born. I think like, and I don't, I kind of give him shit for it because he's old and he knows it and I let him know that he's old, but <laughs> he was, he was born in, I want to say 1940, I want to say like two or three years after World War II. Oh, geez. So I always give him shit for it. Um, but sadly, uh, my grandpa is, was his, he was just ravaged by COVID and is he doing he, better? Yeah, he's doing way better. He's out of the hospital, but while he was in the hospital, he lost 50 pounds. Oh, my god! So now he's in 
uh, physical therapy at a like a physical therapy hospital. Oh, because so I'm sure like muscle atrophy and mm-hmm. stuff like that is set in. Yeah, especially when you're older and you're sitting in a bed all mm-hmm. the time, and you've got them damn tubes up your nose. It luckily never um, escalated to where you know there was ever a possibility that he may die. In all honesty, it was never. Is he that on bad, a literally. ventilator or just a no? He was tube? just on oxygen. Was he on feeding tubes too, or did, was he eating? No, he would himself? eat. Okay, but he always called me and said. The hospital food fucking sucks. <laughs> he was like, so, so he once he eventually got to the part to where he could have one visitor. Um, my grandma would go and she would take him food. Oh, good. So he luckily started eating, and now when you talk to him, it's like a completely different person. Like you can feel that he's getting his energy back. So now let me ask you this: Was he a, a naysayer of COVID? Um, no, he wasn't. Um, he was always the kind of person who didn't think he would get it. Right. And a lot of people um, are that way, right? Like, you don't think you're ever going to get it. Yeah, right? but see, it was, hard. it was like, it, in a way, um, I, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying this because I wished it upon him, but what had happened was he fell getting out of his truck one day. Oh, no. And uh, he ended up with pneumonia. Mm. And when he went to the hospital and they x rayed his lungs for pneumonia, they caught the COVID. Oh, wow. So it was actually like a miracle that he did fall and got caught. And it got caught before it got too bad. Yeah. So they could get him in the hospital earlier and give him um, the the they did some kind of like plasma thing yeah. that has been working, and they gave him all the antibiotics. So if I feel like if it wouldn't have been caught when it did, it would have got a lot worse. Oh, hundred percent. Luckily, See, like, my I, my grandmother has it, and mm-hmm. she lives because my grandmother has um, Alzheimer's, and mm-hmm. she lives in a uh, assisted living facility, and. There's almost a hundred people there total, and everybody's infected. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, nothing. It's, it's I'm not bad. saying anything bad, but like nursing homes have just been ravaged. Oh yeah, and but my the funny thing is, is my like it's not funny. You know, sadly, there's been quite a few deaths there at the that assisted living facility. But my my grandmother just sleeps all the time. Like I think that's she she doesn't have overly serious. Um, symptoms right. right now and I'm, my mom has it and my mom has worse symptoms but my grandmother just sleeps all the time and i i'm i'm pretty sure that's just helping her like you know just sitting there sleeping yeah and and, and you don't have to answer you can say yes or no but does your mom have pre-existing health conditions um my so my grandmother does my grandmother has di- she's a diabetic mm-hmm. which is really you know a big a big scare right there yeah um, my mom, my mom has had a lot of back surgeries, so her immune system is lower because she has mm-hmm. back pain and back problems, but no like horrible pre-existing conditions. Okay, yeah, I know, and because I was worried about my wife getting it because she has asthma. Yeah, uh, really bad scary. asthma. Yeah, but luckily, like I said, her test came back negative. Um, but anyways, back to the positive stuff. So, what would you like? A top ten list of TV shows or a top ten list of movies? Can't we do both? Yeah, yeah, we'll do we'll do five TV shows, five movies, and we'll sprinkle them in. How about that? Yeah, just do both. Like, yeah, I'm, and, I'm good with both. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can do that. And I would love to have somebody else that if anybody else wants to join us, um, we're not gonna have thirty people in a podcast because that would be a clusterfuck. No, and, it's, we're gonna do like one um, yeah. episode. Yeah, and but please, if you would like to 
be involved. Um, and if maybe if not this episode, then tell us what you would like to talk about, and we can always squeeze you in on a different episode. It's not a big deal. This is going to be around for a long time. I'm trying to get that Joe Rogan money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Good luck. laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's no way I would sell this podcast for $40 million. I'd probably sell it for a grand if somebody asked me to right now. Uh, excuse but... you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm, just, I'm just giving you a hard time. But please reach out to us. We'll fit you in. We can fit you in anywhere. We can talk about anything. It's the Your Inner Nerd podcast. We're not talking about – I mean, oh. said – had a good way of explaining it. You can be a nerd about anything. You can. You can. I'm. I'm. I have so many hobbies that I'm a nerd about. I love sewing. I love movies. I love games. Well, I'm not gonna I, be here I, for the sewing podcast. Oh, but... you will be, and you'll sit here and listen to it. <laughs> You'd actually be surprised about some of the really cool things. Like you assume sewing, and you imagine like an old lady sewing like pot holders or something. Yeah, I can imagine but, like, that most of Jet's Christmas presents are something you've sewed. No, uh, uh-uh. no, but I do, sew, I do sew things and make money off of them. Um, I have seen some of the things you made; they're pretty awesome. I've, I've, I've sold uh, Sylvanus World of Warcraft costume and made five grand. So, oh shit, dude, that's that's good. I'm telling you, I wish I knew how to sew. I don't really. I wish I went to trade school. That sewing, and you know what, men, as as weird as it sounds, I'm not trying to be sexist, but men actually are better sewers than women. They've actually proven that. I don't know why. It's just. imagine that's a weird study to do like imagine i'm just trying to think like how that came about like you know it'd be interesting who can sew better men or women right who would do that like i don't know it would be kind of a fun interesting thing like (laughs) but i i i can i mean like i've kind of tested that because my mom my mom had this whole you know my mom didn't have any girls she had three boys and she had this whole midlife crisis thing where like i don't have any girls to (laughs) you know hand down my sewing skills like well you can teach me to sew and now, like I've sewn wedding dresses for people, I've yeah. done all that, and like I can do, I can do what I call the bones of a dress in a day. Like that's wow, that's insane. That's impressive, because, yeah, yeah. A wedding dress is like ten dresses put together as yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very impressive feat to be able to do that. But like I said, we're running over an hour. This was almost longer than we anticipated. But I'm fun. telling you, once me and Sid starts rambling, we ramble. We and we'll jump from subject to subject real quick. So, but again, I will reiterate, reach out to us at our email. And that is the letter Y, com or dot, at gmail.com. Yep. And then, or join I'll our Discord. That. There will be a Discord link. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to join. Throw in topics that you want to hear about or just even. Give us ideas. You can give us ideas too. There might be stuff we've never thought about. Yeah. So we do plan on having interviews. We do have interviews lined up for future episodes um, about various things because it's some things I know don't know anything about that said does, and it's stuff that said doesn't know anything about that yes. I do. So everybody, we have I've thoroughly enjoyed and release your inner nerd. Come join us. Like just release yeah. it. Just yeah. Have fun. And ask me, and I will send you pictures of my Power Ranger helmets. He will. If that's what it will take to get you in here and to get you listening and to get you involved, I will send you pictures of my Power Ranger helmets. I can fit them on my hands, so <laughs> Not I can probably though. send you pictures of that, of them on my hands. But, Wait, can they fit on your dog? Oh, uh, I don't know. I got, well, maybe. Yeah, I've got a real tiny dog, but I feel like the dog would be flipped upside down in oh, the yeah. helmet because the helmets yeah. are heavy. Yeah, if it's heavy, then you don't want to do it because you don't want to yeah. like break your dog's neck or something yeah, crazy. God, God forbid. It feels so bad. Uh, horrible. My dogs are my children. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, 
But I'll reiterate it one more time. Reach out to us at whyinternerd at gmail.com. Join the Discord. Tell us what you want to hear about. Tell us what you would like to talk about. We'll get you in here. Nobody's too good for us. We'll get you in here. I I love hearing from various people. This is the only social interaction I get. So I am <laughs> yeah. all about it. I think so, all are right now. Like I said previously, my name is Darian Sykes. This is the Your Inner Nerd Podcast. Thank you for tuning into this first episode. So many more great things are to come. This is my Twitch, by the way. Let me throw out, let me plug my Twitch. Okay, oh, it's yeah, real simple. It sounds good. All right, my <laughs> Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash daddy no good. All one word. Because daddy, daddy no is good. always up to no good on that Twitch channel. And we will link our Twitches as well. Um, yep. My Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash cetera one. He'll have to or, link it because I can guarantee you won't be able to spell it. You will not be able to spell it, so I will link it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Have a wonderful morning, noon, night, wherever you are week. around the world. Yep. Week, month. <laughs> the rest of the year. Let's try to get to 2021 right? as fast as we can. Everybody have a wonderful evening. Goodbye. See ya. Wow.